So we could 1,000% get ourselves on that cameo thing. There's well, a random Philadelphia sports podcast that's on there. They charge oh. $30 a thing. Yeah, we should do that. I was looking at that at Eric's friend. He wants eighty-five dollars. Cause he's a real life actor. He's well he's, aside from like aside from the people who are actually like legit professional actors now who just did this when they were like starting out and young. Aside from all those people who I'm sure cost a ton. I couldn't find anyone. I I even searched for like the player the people who played uh uh what what the fuck? The cameo uh what uh the villains from like the first season who had like two episodes apiece. Uh what um fuck. What the face off guy and uh the guy who was stealing everyone else's powers. I even checked for like those guys. Yeah. Since they had at least had at least more than one episode apiece. But I can't even find them on there. I even checked for the show creator. You couldn't find them either? No, we're gonna have to fucking find these people's Instagrams or Twitters to get them to guest star. Those cunts. Come off our big interviews, yeah. I don't think we're gonna find anyone other than like Tyler Bean, people who have actually gone on to have real careers. Oh well, I hope Matt McComb ends up there. If he does the stunt work on John Wick Four, maybe that'll relaunch him Ooh, man. in the acting world, and he'll do it then. I hope. I mean, he should just do it since he's not really in the acting world is big right like that's that's when you should do it i would do it when i retired there are so many pro athletes and like yeah retired pro athletes on there too it's weird <laughs> i have no idea i don't think you need to have any uh no justification to like throw yourself on this fucking thing either there are people who don't even have a description under their name just a dollar amount yeah and there are people who are like oh i'm a tiktok icon <laughs> I charge fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So we could absolutely be on this stupid fucking thing. We'll say the n-word for fifty dollars. I'm not agreeing to that one. You could do that. <laughs> Dave one. agreed to that <laughs> for fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. No, that's abhorrent. I would never do that. Unless you go to Cameo, maybe a hundred. Type in Daniom on Cameo. Yeah. And you can negotiate with Donnie. Yeah. Donnie Ohm on the Giraffes Have Black Tongues Cameo. All right. Are you ready to talk about Nightman? Because I'm kind of ready to talk about Nightman. I mean, you know me. I'm always up for I'm discussion I'm on excited. Nightman. Come on. Nightman. This, yeah, this is all we, all we talk about now. This is the only subject. All right, well, let's get this night train on the night tracks. Welcome, everyone, to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics, a.k.a. Night Talk. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week, we're talking about Nightman, um, it came from the sky. Is that right? I just went for memory. It sure is. Okay, awesome. It uh, certainly did. Yeah, it did. And we're also talking about Marvel Zombies Halloween and Trailer Park of Terror Halloween special because today is Giraffe Okay, so hold on. So 
That one came through perfectly, regular okay. volume. I huh. don't know why the two train and uh, maybe they're too short and like I, I don't know. They're I I don't know. Whatever, it's, we'll figure it out. But yeah, Giraffetober, scary stuff. Let's start with Nightman though. Yeah, I heard that one just fine All as right. well. Cool. <laughs> Two it's for fun. Four. I, it's fun. They have like physical buttons now. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to press the buttons. So this episode was uh pretty good. And it has aliens, so it's you know, sticks with the Halloween theme. I mean, Nightman is really it's a good Halloween costume. So it's all Oh my fucking god, yeah. That's if I was a person who dressed for up for Halloweens and like shit like that, I would absolutely wear a Nightman costume. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to be Nightman for Halloween. Listen, listeners of the podcast, uh, tweet us at ghbtpod on Twitter and uh, share your Nightman cosplay costumes or Halloween trick-or-treat costumes yeah. with us. <laughs> and we'll retweet our favorites, of course. Oh, man. I'll just be Raleigh for Halloween, too. Just anybody. I don't care. <laughs> Whoever you want. Yeah, if you dress up as Frank, absolutely yeah. send us that. <laughs> Eddie Jessica's out there? Come on. Charlie Dan? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Lady Charlie? Fucking anyone from Nightman? Send us your pictures. You can dress up as this alien character. This that That's very colorful. She's basically wearing a Halloween costume, this alien yeah, costume. Yeah, Gaia. Gaia, <laughs> this like squid lady. Yeah. It's crazy. So this is like probably one of my absolute all-time favorite episodes. Yeah. And it, it starts out strong, like... We get like this little showdown on a space alien ship with uh, this this one guy who turned out to be a turncoat, and he betrayed the other guy from whatever alien race, and he shot him, and then they crash land on Earth, and uh, we're we're welcomed by three young men just hanging out, having a good time on oh, like yeah. a presumably Friday evening, and it turns out to be a very young, early in his career, Tyler Bean. One of my favorite actors from like uh, the old show Reaper, Hulu's Deadbeat. He voiced Hulk on uh, the Netflix Voltron. And he's also from Tucker Dale vs. Evil, one of the greatest movies of all time and perfect for Giraffeween. And uh, one of his main buddy, who the leader of the like three dudes, Fred Affair, who uh, went on to be Greg Collette in a handful of episodes on Longmire. And he's also listed on IMDb as being in Cat Better Call Saul. Which, awesome. Yeah, Fuck yeah, Better Call Saul connected to Nightman. Fuck yeah, dude. And I didn't recognize the third guy, so I didn't bother looking him up, but he's probably yeah. not nearly as successful or as cool as these er- two. Eric's friend, too. Fuck Eric's friend, too. That's pretty good, though. Got a, It's off to a good start. And then, like, oh, oh man. Absolutely. So we're introduced to these aliens, and it's just like 90s space stuff, CGI, just like it looks like Beast Wars. It's awesome. Like their ship and stuff is like moving weird and has like that 90s computer animation uh which is really good and um these aliens are like talking about a bunch of shit and i was just like not following like what the fuck are these aliens talking about like they are introducing some like high concept shit in this episode for nightman it's really weird it's they like this is really the the deepest they've gone into like sci-fi lore and shit it's it's very weird but it's cool i like it I mean, they do that throughout this episode because, like, it, oh, yeah. it ends with the lady. I don't want to jump ahead too far. <laughs> well, go but, ahead. Yeah, I, have, no. I have a huge note about this lady's like, farewell speech. Let's just talk about it. I can't wait to talk about that. So, <laughs> so this lady, this lady spy, her name is 
Centauri. And uh, at the very end of the episode, after uh, Raleigh and uh, Nightman Johnny help her, I, I, I don't understand what the fuck it was that she had to do. She was trying to stop this race of evil aliens who have this special drug they call Ambrosia, where I don't know what the fuck it does to you when you're an alien, but on Earth it kind of like puts you in a, a comatose state and then they can feed your soul to their alien god leader named Raya, who's the squid lady that we were talking about earlier. Is is this the... Ryan on? Do you think this is Ryan on? No. This is Raya, and I think they used the full name and it kind of sounded like they're mispronouncing Ryan on. We, we had her in season one. We she did. Was like an actual lady, right? Yes, but I think they're trying to like She's say the name alien. stupid though. No, I know, but I, super, it's, it's super, it's just an odd name that sounds like it could be a space name. It's too close. Raya, Raya. All right, Raya, it's, not no, Ryanon. Ryanon is spelled with like fucking 13, <laughs> 14 letters. This is spelled with four. I'm probably just mispronouncing this one and butchering right. it. I think they're butchering something. Okay, go ahead, though. But so what you say in her farewell, she goes into like the longest yeah. fucking explanation ever about this word that her alien race created called Tauchi. Which is a special earthling that her people created a gifted powers to a millennia ago who will one day become custodians of time, similar to how she is. And Johnny Domino, because he got that lightning bolt in the season one pilot episode that gave him the power where he could see evil in people, he has to be one of these future custodians of time, similar to Zentari. And uh, so... That just raises all kinds of questions. So it does. It wasn't the god. It wasn't the god of lightning that we saw from the season one episode that struck the train trolley that gifted Johnny the power. So then, was it this race of aliens like sending out more of this Tauchi power into Earth, and they they just happened to hit that lightning bolt that struck Earth in like seven different spots all at one time on that same fucking fateful day? And they gifted Johnny Domino this power? Is that what she's attempting to imply here? That's what she's saying, yes. One day Johnny is going to ascend to like godhood or whatever, or space cophood or whatever the fuck. Well, custodian of time, so he's custodian, like a janitor. I mean, yeah, janitor, he's a janitor for time. Okay. <laughs> time fuck ups. Yeah. What does that mean? Just, I, yeah, I'm cleaning, I don't know. <laughs> sweeping floors. <laughs> um, Pretty much. I. So, okay, I want to I want to circle back to that, but this episode starts with like Raleigh driving Johnny's car and Johnny's on the phone with him like distracting him from driving and he's like Raleigh don't crash that car and then Raleigh hits this custodian of time and dings the car and Johnny's like uh in a fury just puts on the nightman suit and like just goes up there cuz he's like telling Raleigh the whole time like careful with that car, don't crash that fucking car. I swear to god if you crash that car and then he crashes it that's kind of how this episode starts but then like circling back so they go through a whole bunch of shit that we'll get into but then at the very end like uh this this space cop is telling johnny this whole long story about like oh yeah you're gonna be cleaning up um vomit in the god thing or whatever someday and um johnny's just like does not react to this at all he is not listening and he just so this woman like gets in her spaceship flies off and then johnny like waits a beat and then says to Raleigh, how are you going to pay for that ding? And then Raleigh just like winces. And then like they, they, they may as well have just played like the Seinfeld music, <laughs> like this joke at the end. This is like the funniest joke ever. And they like joke, freeze frame, Seinfeld music, end of night, man. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. 
I really loved the the ending here. I laughed out loud during that part. That part was so funny. So I even have another note similar to that that happens, but like there's a, an insanely gigantic tonal shift just in everything with Johnny Domino from season one to season two. Yeah. So clearly, not just did they recast all the actors, they recast they rehired and uh, hired new writers across the board. It seems like. Because, like, again, like, all throughout this, there's multiple occasions where, uh, that Raya lady is, like, talking about how Johnny can become a god like she is with her. And, uh, he keeps just nonchalantly talking about how everyone's gonna die at some point in time. So who the fuck gives a fuck? YOLO, bitch. Like, he is going nonstop about, well, we're all gonna die someday. Why the fuck not? Like, a hundred percent. Like, just not giving a fuck about any of these life-threatening, like, scenarios and shit. Just yeah. keeps trying to, like, make this fucking awful joke every single time. Like, that lady's, like, Raya threatens to kill, uh, Raleigh and, uh, what is her name? Centauri. Right in front of Johnny Domino. And she, like, blasts him with this special laser. And Johnny just goes, well, we're all going to die at some point. And then he just completely no-sells it, doesn't even react to them being in harm's way, and just continues on with his, like, fucking fight with her. So, like, Frank's death is really weighing heavy on Johnny Domino, and it is affecting him like crazy right now. Yeah, I guess so. He hasn't, he haven't, he hasn't talked about it yet, though. Like, still no mention of it. It's like, at this point, he, he I'm not even sure if Frank accept, is dead. He's still not accepting it. Yeah. I still, I, it's still like really not confirmed that Frank is dead, to be honest. He just said no. Maybe he was just sleeping or something. He could be in a coma. What are, what really are those seven stages of grief? Like, uh, acceptance is number one, isn't it? So, like, Frank or so Johnny's not yeah. even to that yet. Obs- obsessing about your car is one of the stages. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> talking, talking about yellow uh, with aliens. Offering your point. offering your friends as human sacrifice to protect you, so you don't get dinged up a little bit in a fight with an alien at yeah. stage two. Right. <laughs> awesome. Play. He hasn't even. He hasn't even taken the time to play some sweet, sweet sax solos like on a rooftop or anything this entire season. Like it's yep. clearly fucking with him, man. Listening to hip hop is another stage of grief. <laughs> But yeah, he hasn't. He 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 played it in the he played in the first episode. This episode we do have sax in this like hilarious yeah, nightclub. So, and all right, go ahead. You you so, take over. <laughs> during the opening credits, they make note to specially mention that there's a guest appearance by this fucking band called Muscle Bitches, Whoa. who I have never heard from. I immediately looked for them on like Spotify or uh, Amazon <laughs> Music. Nothing, no trace of them at huh. all on there. But, uh, yeah, they get this special cameo notice on the uh, opening credits for some reason. But they're like, I, I have no idea. Like, they, they, this whole episode is taking place in, like, these underground raves. And they're all talking about how illegal they are here on Earth to uh, the alien girl. And uh, this band comes out of play. They're like a shitty, like, Southern California kind of, like, punk rocky band but they also have one saxophone player in the band like they're not a ska band they just happen to have a single saxophone player who blows like one note during their entire like two song set that we get to see on on tv for this episode so it's a weird fucking band no it's awesome band is like heavy metal but with saxophone in it what more could you want really oh yeah ghost had a song that had sax in it so yeah it's awesome everyone loves that 
This this band is like Ghost before Ghost. Yeah. But they they are just playing like the same like four bars over and over and over again for like 20 minutes in this episode. They're just like you just hear it in the background the whole time. Really got stuck in my head for a while there. It's a good song. Oh, but okay, but going back, so Johnny's pissed off about the car. I, I don't know why he lets Raleigh drive his car so often. If he's like so worried about it, it seems to cause him a, g- a great deal of stress. And why, why doesn't he just buy Raleigh a car? Or like, help yeah, him get one of his own or just like Frank's dead. He could just steal Frank's car. And use yeah. That use that on. Like, it seems like Johnny just doesn't want to deal with like waiting for oil changes and stuff. I think that's what Raleigh was doing. He's like driving through the countryside to go get his oil changed or something is what I felt was going on. So I think that's maybe he's just impatient, but also pissed. Then on the flip side, like Raleigh gets pissed about Johnny, like dinging up the nightman suit. They should really just switch. Like maybe Raleigh should just be doing the nightman stuff and Johnny can like get his oil changed and shit. I would solve that issue for sure. It would. But yeah, so Raleigh hits this woman who has like a funny glow stick weapon. Um, the alien woman. What What is her name again? I did not catch her name the entire episode. Centauri. 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 Yeah. Okay. So she's like pointing this like hilarious kid's laser toy at Raleigh the whole time. Like, take me to find um the hive mind alien or whatever. Raya. Raleigh is just like driving her around and shit and like working with her. And uh, they're evading the real police. And Raleigh ends up. um, What's her name? Fuck. What is the woman's name? Lady Charlie. Yeah. So I wrote, I think this is the first time they actually give her a first name. And it <laughs> okay. sounded to me like they just kept calling her Variety. Variety. <laughs> okay. Did, maybe. I, I guess her name is Variety. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds okay. like a fucking horrible name for a character. But <laughs> okay. That's variety. That's what it kept sounding like. Because they, they made sure to mention her by first name only like seven different times in this episode. All so right. I guess this is the first time they give her a fucking name. And. So just Lady Charlie. Okay, so variety. But yeah, like jo- or uh Raleigh like shoots the laser at her and shit too that he has, which is pretty good. And he's like, Oh sorry, I'll explain later. And he like runs behind a door and she's like, Oh shit. Oh man, there's so much in this episode. Oh, Johnny, here's the thoughts of the evil the evil thoughts of the space skateboard that Zentari was using. Cause he like finds the skateboard. Cause she has this like cool like skateboard that makes her invisible. And that's why Raleigh hit her because she just wasn't looking, I guess. I mean, the car wasn't invisible. I don't know what her problem was, but that's why Raleigh hit her in the first place. Really, she's the one who probably owes Johnny for the ding, not Raleigh so, in this case. So, all right, granted, it was at night when uh, Raleigh runs in, well, comes into her. Headlights. But at first, but at first, Raleigh is like, oh, I think I hit a deer. Maybe it just ran off afterwards. And then he sees a person laying there. He's like, oh, I ran over this dude. Yeah. He keeps referring to it as a guy, even though it's like this lady with long, like blonde hair. And then he like gets up close to her to check for a pulse. He's like, oh, wait, this guy's a girl. I I thought it was supposed to be a joke. Why were we? Well, I thought it was a dude the first time she's on screen. It's like, why is this dude wearing so much glitter (laughs) and like shit like that? He looks like a, um, a hair metal band outfit or whatever so i just thought it was a dude like dressing like gay there was this weird cgi thing that they did the first time they show her or introduce her i don't know what the fuck they were doing but it looked like they had like done some cgi to her face so i don't know if like maybe she was supposed to be transforming 
Maybe. one of those aliens into her. I I missed it, but yeah, it that was weird the very first some, time. There's some nonsense going on with the CGI. <laughs> so then uh, at this, oh, fuck. When they're getting into that, uh, Raleigh and um, fucking Zentari, when they're going into that space rave, uh, the bouncer is like, all right, it's going to be 20 bucks each. And Raleigh's like, what the fuck are you kidding? He's like really pissed about having to pay 20 bucks at the door. It's like such a high amount for him. So maybe he's not getting paid very well. Cause he's like really uh, not keen on paying that 20 bucks, but then like Zentari just like knocks the bouncer out and uh, they just go in and he just throws the money on top of them. And then when Johnny goes in, like the bouncer is like back up, he's just like right back to it. He doesn't even like address the issue or anything. He's just like, Oh shit, I better stand back up. Uh, I guess he paid, so I'll just keep standing here. He did and pay, getting so money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess no, no harm, no foul. Huh? But I mean, I, I the like cop that. lady, Lady Charlie, was very opposed to paying as well. Yeah, no one wanted to pay this twenty bucks for this wraith. <laughs> what do you mean twenty bucks? Uh, that was pretty awesome, though. And like this band in there, going back to the band, they got so much screen time for just like playing the same four bars and Johnny, I thought Johnny was going to like take the sacks and have to like, be like, Oh, I better go undercover and like blow some sacks and shit to like get into the club or whatever. And he, he never does. I he never even addresses it. I thought he would at least make a comment or something like, Oh man, sex and heavy metal. Maybe I better try that with the DJ and stuff or, or something like that. It, Anything. It would have been amazing if he knocked out their saxophone player. And yeah. That's how he snuck, sneaks in. And then Stop he like, go, goes on stage and tries to replace him and blend in with this band and see if they can won't notice that he's uh, replacing their actual sax player. Yeah. That would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> that would have been good. All right. What else do we have here? The soul eat Raya. She's like eating the soul who is of the girl who um, is friends with the guy from the beginning who is it's, friends with uh, that actor. It's Eric's ex yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> and she's now hooked on the ambrosia that the alien version of Eric is supplying to this party. Yeah. She's like, I'll suck your dick for ambrosia. I'll do anything. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, well, would you trade your soul? And he like, like takes he, her yeah. soul and gives it to Raya and Raya makes like the most porn acting sounds. I, I had ever. this done yeah. too. That was this like the most bizarre. insanely sexually, uh, <laughs> sexual experience ever. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> because Raya eats the soul of this person. She can now like take on her body and she does that, well, I, which is it only because she ate that girl's soul because she turns into variety later. She does. Well. Yeah. Because she's she like, a, she's she just a transforming alien because she didn't need Variety's soul. They saved her before her yeah. soul got sucked out. So that's what's even more confusing is like, well, maybe it's because she's in Johnny's head because she's like, oh, Johnny, I can tell that this this uh, teenager body is too young for you. Let me let me get something that which which is wrong again yeah. contradicts all of season one. It does, yeah. Canon. That's, that's not too young for Johnny. And so I guess Johnny, he's like, let me, let me transform into your deepest desire. So, and then transforms into variety so that Johnny just wants to bang variety. Is that what we're led to believe? I guess so. Which is I'm weird. Cause she's kind of like old. During this season, they'll have like a romantic thing. Well, yeah. Like, will they, won't they? Well, she's a woman in 
Nightman. So yes, they will. That will happen. It's gotta happen. Oh, Raleigh says shit. I think in the car talking to um, what's her name? Fuck Zentari. He's just like, all right, this shit wasn't your fault or something like that. So I'm gonna help you. It's like you shouldn't be responsible for that shit. He just says shit like super casually and like I almost missed it, but I swear to God he said shit, which is amazing for like 1998 television. That's crazy. Yeah. Cable. Yeah. Can you believe that? That's amazing. Trailblazers, the show saying shit on TV. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was awesome. Watch it for that. That's amazing. They say shit once casually. (laughs) Great, great episode though. A lot going on. Holy fucking shit. There was so much to this episode is crazy so very early on uh before they actually go to the rave johnny stops by at lady charlie's office and she's explaining that this new street drug called ambrosia it makes heroin look like bottled water and then she shakes it and it glows purple it's like oh this seems way more like a molly like rave kind of drug and then she mentions that they're gonna go to the rave because uh we we uh, actually use the fucking tracking device in Johnny's car two weeks in a row now. So I'm glad that they haven't just completely abandoned that idea or that concept. Uh, she also very heavily implies, like, because uh, Charlie, or fuck, not Charlie, uh, Johnny shows up and he's like, yeah, so Raleigh hit a woman and... uh the ambulance went there to help her and they couldn't find her. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. I need help finding him. Lady Charlie is like, um, she's kind of very heavily implying that because Rolly is the black character, that clearly he's going to be up to no good. Yeah. And uh, whatever it is he did, he's just running from uh, facing the consequence of like hitting and potentially killing someone with a car now. Like, uh, even even TV cops are taught that, uh, just assume all black people are guilty of their crimes. Yeah. Shoot first, ask question later. This is their like, police training shit, at 1997, work. wow, yeah. <laughs> even back then, who knew? I am shocked, because they, they get to that weird little, like, soul-stealing locker room area in the back of the rave, and she draws a gun on Raleigh and tells him to freeze while Raleigh's got the little, like, laser pointer fucking lipstick gun. And I I can't fucking fathom that she didn't just immediately start opening fire and fire off, like, 12 rounds just to fucking kill him and leave him there dead and then plant the gun on him at the end of it. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense to me that that didn't happen. But she's clearly got that cop's eye of, like, ah, oh, he's a black man, he's clearly guilty, just shoot and kill him. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what she's taught at police school. Yeah, that's how the training goes. Yeah, it is. You can't blame her, really. I think that was my last note. All right. But yeah, great, great episode. A lot of, lot going on and. Amazing episode. Yeah, it was, it was, it was certainly not boring. Yeah, it was, there's a lot there. Oh yeah, like. So later on, Zentara does something. I think she fires the lipstick gun at the uh, the the group of guys from the opening, or she shoots one of them at uh, like this weird like alien inspired kind of like fucking squid green squid thing like crawls out of its mouth. 
I guess that's the alien leaving the body. That was fun. Yeah, that was... A nice little, like, homage to kind of alien. Right, fuck. I totally forgot about that. That is such a weird thing, and should be more memorable than it is, but just, like, buried in all the other weirdness in this show. It was super small and quick, to be fair. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a cool little homage. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of weird monsters in this one. All right, speaking of uh, of weird monsters, monsters, yeah. See, now that one was super faint again, too. (laughs) All right, I don't know. Maybe something with that sound it doesn't like on Discord. Marvel Zombies, there's a bunch of weird monsters in that, right? Not a bunch, they were all zombies. Yeah, well, they're zombies with weird powers. Um, I didn't have very many notes about either of these books. They're both like one issue, so this should be pretty quick, probably. But, um, yeah, it's Marvel Zombies, and you have uh, Kitty Pride hanging out with her son, and uh, her son dresses up like Wolverine when he finds out about Halloween. So that was cool. They find a black cat. Cat escapes, and he has to dress like Wolverine and go out and look for the cat, then meets a bunch of zombies, and Kitty Pride hugs him so that nobody can touch them. And then they go home, and the book ends. So that's pretty much the size of it but cool costume though i like cats that's that's fun it was a black Somehow cat have too. a man thing calendar hanging in their greenhouse oh okay i'm wondering how the fuck and when the fuck did man thing pose for a fucking photo shoot to create this calendar that kitty pride has that was fucking weird yeah especially if it's like this year's calendar yeah what year is this calendar that's a bigger question. There was one of those, uh, one of the zombie characters. I didn't recognize who the fuck it was. Like, uh, it's Tarkok, who has his own solo series now, actively. One of them was from the Runaways team that, remember that great Hulu show we watched the one time? It's kind of. like Brian Vaughn, guy who made bit. Saga. Um, the one girl is from that team. It's, uh, I, I can never remember her name. It's Corey Dean. It's like their version of Coriander from uh, Titans. Uh, who was the other one? Luke Cage. And then there was like this little child looking one who somehow trapped the sun in like a force field bubble. I didn't know who the fuck that guy was supposed to be. I can tell. Yeah, there were a lot of deep cuts in this book. It's it's weird that they didn't use any little like mainstream characters for the most part. Like Luke Cage is probably the only one. And it's like the newer look Luke Cage where that just wears like the super tight black t-shirt and jeans. So I didn't like, even recognize I, I probably, him. Probably people didn't even notice that, that was him for the most part. <laughs> yeah, like it was a weird group that they used for uh, these cameos. And then they had Mephisto show up at the end and threatened to make a deal with uh, young Peter Jr. about trading his soul to him at some point in the future. Hmm. Was Mephisto a zombie or not? I couldn't really tell. No, he was the one who killed the zombies to save Kitty and her son. Oh, okay. He's like, because I did you this favor today, someday when you're at your weakest point, you will trade me your soul, little boy. He said he wanted to keep them alive so that they they have people to trade souls in the future. Ah, okay. Long-term planning, I guess. Yeah, smart businessman right there. Yeah. All right. That was Marvel Zombies. <laughs> Do you have anything else about it? 
Oh, this was insanely quick. It was, which is good. I'm glad about that. I didn't find any reviews, though, so we'll just move on. Speaking of zombies, there were zombies in the next book. <laughs> Trailer Park of Terror Halloween Special. Which See, apparently this is bunch, a... Uh, when you said a bunch of monsters, I thought this is where you were going because there's had like everything you can think of, really. Yeah, I guess, yeah. They had a Michael Myers. And then you could have transitioned from zombies right into Marvel zombies with this one because this one had zombies in it, too. Well, let's, let's not reflect on what could have been. On the mistakes. Yeah. Trailer Park of Terror is apparently a TV show. Did you know that? I did not. Is it... That's really? is it I, still going apparently or? I don't know. It's on Amazon Prime, but um, oh, that wow. probably would have been good to know because, like, I I f- I feel like they expected you to have knowledge of these characters before going into it. Well, no, that's I mean, it's an ongoing comic book series, and we just specific I just specifically picked out the Halloween special one. I didn't find a comic book series. Really? No. I assume it has to be if they have a Halloween special for it. No, it's I I literally only this, I think. That's fucking weird. It is very weird, yeah. You can watch the show. There's a lot of stuff going on there. But okay, so it's like they're in the trailer park and this uh Michael Myers guy who has another celebrity name that I forget. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Garth okay. Algar from uh Wayne's World. But he spells Carvey. K-A-R-V-E-Y as opposed to C-A. Ah, okay. Legally safe. Yeah. This guy's like trying to kill this trailer park girl. And um, I guess like in the end, she just shows him her tits and he runs away like through the wall like a cartoon. So I guess like that's this was, this all was no girl. This was like an old lady. Yeah, it was like an old woman. Yeah. So she has gross titties that are uneven, apparently. And that's what scares him away, and he runs off. Which, like, I don't know. Wouldn't you want to? If you're escaping like you're just from kill a her. Uh, mental hospital where yeah. you've been locked away your entire life, if someone shows you a titty, you'd think you would appreciate it. Yeah, no one of them's got to be okay, right? Offsided, it might be, or whatever. Yeah, just look at one. It's fine. Like. Beggars can't be choosers, my friend. Come on, Dana Carvey. Yeah. But yeah, this woman has like zombies living with her too, which is weird. That's they, they expect a lot of a lot out of you. I guess you really have to have watched the show. They go to Haiti and shit as well, which is like not a trailer park, so I felt like that wasn't cool. It's like, don't go to Haiti. Come on. Be in a trailer park. They had one guy drinking and driving. That was cool. Like that's trailer park stuff. That guy was awesome. He's just like drinking and driving and the girl behind him in the back seats, like covering his eyes saying like, guess who? And he's like, oh yeah, give me well, another beer. And while like, they're listening to awesome. Blue Oyster Colt on the uh, cassette deck. Yeah. You can't listen to that in the car. What Have they learned nothing? Don't ever listen to that song in the car. Something scary will happen. And then they hit this little kid who's out trick-or-treating, yeah. even though his mom told him he's not allowed because it goes against her religious beliefs yeah which sucks and then he becomes a zombie and he magically gets a cool 666 tattoo on his forehead and that turns him into a zombie or something yeah and then he eats his mom's brains for her stupid ideas about halloween yeah that was fun brains candy yeah 
I like so that group of zombies at the very beginning that live with the uh, old lady with the gross boobs. I like the one. His name is Marv. He has a hat that just says zombies on it. Oh, yeah, that really cool. helped me realize that they were zombies. That's super useful. Yeah, everybody should wear uh, a hat with their name and what they are on it. Yeah, yeah. At the very end, uh, the, there's this random dude shows up at that trailer park with the old lady. And his name is Dr. Exposition, which I thought was a fucking solid joke. I liked that one. That was the yep. one joke in this book I liked. Yeah, that was good. I mean, they had a lot of jokes. There's only one you liked? Yeah, just that one. Okay. The rest was pretty shit. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I don't think I'm going to watch the show. It's like a lot of not connected stories, too. It was kind of weird that, like, the trash woman with uh, Dana Carvey, that's, like, the through line here. We're, like, kind of coming in and out of that story to, like, go look at different unrelated stories that are kind of, like, one-off stories. It's a very, very weird book. Yeah, not for me. I guess it makes sense if it's a TV show because they kind of like tried to like keep bringing it back around to this main lady with the zombies in her apartment. Yeah. And Dana Carvey attacking her because like they jumped to the little kid who got hit and then like it came back to her and then they jumped down to Haiti with the two guys doing whatever the fuck they were doing. I don't know. Yeah. This was, this was fucking bad. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of this one. I didn't look for reviews. I just, well, actually I did look for reviews, but I only found like DVDs of the TV show. That's how I found out it was a TV show. Hmm. So. I mean, we have another future show we can watch after we run out of Nightman stuff now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't fucking wait to watch this TV show. All right. So that's, that's so, this book. And that's our. Speaking of Halloween specials. <laughs> Did you watch The Werewolf by Night yet? No. Oh, really? I was unaware of that. I just found out that Fuck Walking Disney Dead Plus. came back too. Which, man, come on. I don't want to watch more Walking Dead. Why do they do this to me? Yeah, wait. I thought that shit was done. <laughs> no, there's still like one leg of the season left. The third leg of the season <laughs> that just came out apparently. Man, I don't want to watch it. Why are they doing this to me? Oh, next week when we get our Walking Dead update, you better have that drop ready to go. I, yeah, I will. I don't have it ready right now. So I, Do you have I the will. implications fired up ready to go? Which one? The implications. No, so here's the issue is there's only four buttons and there's no way to like toggle sets of buttons, apparently. So oh, that pisses man. me off. But I'll figure something out. Anyway, what do you what want to read for next drop? week? No. I mean, what? So wait, you've got the Night train man? ritual? Yeah. Well, you've heard Night all talk. four. Yeah. Uh, draft over. What's the fourth one? Oh, um, the DJ horn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Need the horn. Can't do a podcast without the horn. All right, that one does make me happy. Yeah, it does. All right, what do you want to read for next week? I picked another random fucking one. So it's called Gold Digger Halloween Special. Okay. I picked one called Thor by Simonson Halloween Comic Fest 2017. So I guess a Thor Halloween book. That's kind of weird. But 
Why not? Thor by Simmons? What? Sim- Simmons' son, which is not a good name because I keep wanting to say Simpson or something. Anyway, hmm. we'll see what's going on with Thor. Hopefully Loki is doing stuff. He's probably like disguising himself as monsters or something. Can't wait. And then uh, more Nightman, obviously. Super whimsical Loki. Yeah. So join us next week for that. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Daniom. I'm at the stupid god. Get me on Cameo as well. At the stupid god. All right. Hundred hundred bucks. <laughs> Say whatever you want. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Pod, soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music, and patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. See you next week. Bye. watch uh she hulk because i saw a news that daredevil was in it and then yeah. my my stepdad unsubscribed from um fucking disney plus god damn it right before that episode so i haven't seen it yet oh why don't you just pirate bay it i thought you subscribed to that i do but you know you got to turn on the computer and shit so i i have it now i'm gonna watch it probably after this but Still oh, irritating. Right. So watch that one. It was solid. And then immediately watch Werewolf by Night also. Okay. That was good. I liked it. Where's that one at? Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Is that a Werewolf Marvel thing? Is a, yeah. Man Thing shows up in it. Oh, shit. Is it a show? It's a one-off Halloween special. It's like an hour long. Oh, okay. Huh. But it introduces Werewolf by Night and Man-Thing, which is fucking cool, and Elsa Bloodstone. Oh, cool. So we got some we got some cool fucking... Is this like an MCU thing? Yeah. Oh, all right. Can't wait for uh, some Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight crossover shit to happen. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm excited for that. Fucking Moon Knight. Hopefully Nightman is introduced at some point. That's the, that's the hope. That's really the, I'll subscribe to Disney Plus myself if they revive Nightman. <laughs> I wish, I wish they would throw up the old episodes of Nightman on Disney Plus. That'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, I tried to watch, so I got insanely high last night. Nice. And tried to watch the fucking Rob Zombie Monsters movie for Netflix that he made. Okay. I only got a couple minutes in because immediately I realized, like, I don't give a fuck about the monsters. I didn't grow up with this shit. I'm too young for this. Yeah. Like, I I remember seeing it occasionally. I think it used to be on WGN, like the old reruns, the station that actually had Nightman on it. I was little, but I, I never, ever got into it or watched it with any regularity. So, like, going through and watching the first handful minutes of this thing where they're reintroducing all the characters i'm like 
this is fucking boring, man. Yeah. Rob Zombie's amazing at horror movies, but God, is he. His comedy is not really getting me right now. So I turned it off. Uh, My review is not great. Starting. It starts weak. There we go. All right. I won't, I won't watch it then. I keep seeing it and it looks like, um, like D uh, from that Frankenstein thing she was doing at that high school. Uh, the picture that they're using, it looked pretty shitty. Yeah. I won't watch it then. I did. I did actually start watching Better Call Saul though. Oh, okay. Good. Finally. It's amazing. Right. I thought, I had thought that when I fell off of it, I thought it was like the season two very early on in that. But I think I'm realizing now that like kind of AMC always takes those like fucking three and a half, four yeah. month breaks. And I think he was just whatever they came back with after that because season two starts off with something I have no memory of or no idea what the fuck was happening. So I need to go even further back, but I did end up watching like the first four episodes of season two. Nice. Yeah, I do like that show a lot. I just want to see the jump guy do his jumps. Yeah, that's, all I want. that's in like season four. Now you got to watch like um, season. Well, I guess one through three is about like uh, them making uh, Saul's brother look like a total asshole the whole time. It's awesome. So good. 